Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 215 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven is here, Dan and Vin are here as well. What's up, boys? How much? I'm glad you made it back home from Dallas. I made it home from Boston. Uh, definitely an interesting weekend for both of us. Uh, lots been going on in the last week, so we'll we'll get that started soon enough. How are you guys doing? Uh, life is uh, life. Life's good. Some good games. Uh, good NFL week. Last week, the Mets are playing well. We're getting toward playoff baseball. It's a good time in sports right now. Yeah, arguably the best time of year. The Mets are playing could... well. It's great because you know what that means. They're playing so well, they won't make any changes during the Exactly. Game. We're doubling yep. down on Jay Bruce. We're doubling down on this bullpen. A lot I mean, of what I if June wait. didn't happen. I can't it's... wait for Jeff McNeil to be, you know. I told you he's, he's done. Next year. I mean. Let's just, hope not. I, li- I like Jeff. I love Jeff McNeil, but I just this is the way things go. Yeah, but he's done because Mike Francesa said he's Daniel Murphy. Oh. Well, then he's leaving. Oh no! I did say that before even hearing him say that. So I mean, he's go just me. a left-handed hitting white guy who plays second base. <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that gets hit. You right, that. right, exactly. Who's who's not a power hitter? That's that's pretty much Daniel Murphy. <laughs> Who will you know? Hit home runs and then walk and then leave. Well, yep. let's hope that doesn't happen. We're just gonna sign Daniel Murphy to play left field next year, anyway. Yeah, we're gonna we're definitely we're so resigning Daniel Murphy. Uh, I I hope he, he can play third base if they want to. Anyway, we'll get he into play that. First, later. he could play third. He could play left field, right field, center field, catch. Remember, we've tried him every. As long as Johan Santana doesn't uh, pitch, where he can play outfield <laughs> against Josh Johnson. <laughs> Yo, what the hell happened to that guy? Injury. Yeah, he kept yeah, his, arm, his arm literally fell off. That guy just kind of like vanished. He's like, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna put a big mural of you on the wall of our brand new he, stadium in Miami. Yep. He was Matt Harvey before Matt Harvey, and yeah, then you're basically. just gonna vanish. Wasn't he part of the Jose Reyes trade to the Blue Jays as well? <laughs> that trade was so ridiculous. I don't remember. Maybe. Now Dan has us looking up Jose Reyes' trade. I mean. That trade was ridiculous. When that happened. Did you, you guys have ever seen like the Reyes virus guy on Twitter? Yes, yes. I love it. yes. I love it. It's so funny. Let's see. Jose Reyes transaction. 
No, I don't. I think it was just. Uh... Yeah, maybe you might be right because they just clean house. Traded by yeah, no, Miami Marlins. Signed December 7, 2011. Traded on November 19, 2012. Typical Marlins. Um, <laughs> with Emilio Bonifacio, John Buck, yep. who gets traded every other week. John Buck. <laughs> Mark Burley and Josh Johnson and Cash. Ooh, go me. Hernandez Alvarez. Anthony DeSalacfino. Ain't nobody. Yunel uh, Escobar. Okay. Hensha of Rhea. Okay. Yankee great. Don't forget. Uh, yep. Danny H. Maria. Jake Morazic. Jeff Mathis, of course. Jeff Mathis. And Justin uh, Nicolino. Okay, so they got nothing out of that trade. <laughs> and then he was Jesus. traded with. One year, well, they had one year of uh, Maria. He was. Yeah, great. he was decent, but. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Then he was traded with Jesus Tinko, Miguel Castro, and Jeff Hoffman for the Troy Hawkins and Troy Tulowitzki. I mean, that's a trade and a half right there. Better than the, it's better than the first one. This is this is what you get here, folks. You get random Josh Johnson conversations. Yeah, I I went down the rabbit hole. I might yeah, have just... You started us, Dan. You know how we like we get. You've you've hung out with us before. Yeah, that's not, that's my bad. <laughs> Literally, I'm, just I'm, about. I'm just hey, a, listen, I'm, listen, I'm, listen. If he wasn't traded though to Toronto with John Buck, a month later the Mets aren't trading for John Buck. True. I'm just trying to hold off as long as I can before we have to talk about the Giants. That's why I was started. This, did this? Do we ever get this guy here? Is is Wilmer Beccaria ever coming up here? Is he? Oh, Wilmer, yeah. Um, he's in, so. he's in single A ball. Columbia. He's still, he's, he, okay, he's, so he's been there for like eight years. He was in rookie ball, rookie ball, rookie ball, 2012-13-14. We made that trade five years ago. He was in rookie ball for four years. Okay. <laughs> he played for Savannah in 2015. St. Lucie in 16-17. And St. Lucie and Columbia. For 18. Wait. So he went down. <laughs> because Columbia is below St. Lucie. Excuse me, sir. You went the okay, wrong yeah. way. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we'll just... With three years Travis, of foreign baseball in there, apparently. And Travis Darno is not going to be on the team at the end of the season. So it's just Syndergaard, which is fine. I'll still never forget laughing at that trade. Yeah. The, the guy holding up the trade ended up being Mike Nickius. No. It was Josh Toley who was holding up the trade. No. It was Nickius was the player to be named. They announced Toley well, was, was going to be in it. Well, they, because they had to send his catcher with him. Right. And they want the Nickius also just in case if Toley didn't work out because he was able to catch it too. I mean, what a guy. Mike Nickius. <laughs> that, that's a name. It's like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's a name I haven't heard in a long time. You know, what's funny is I way. saw recently. Do you, if you tell me you saw Mike Nickius, I'm, I'm hanging up. No, the, you were with me. We were at a Met game. I think it was a seven-line outing, and there was a Mike Nickius jersey. 
Oh, I think you're right. That's a problem. <laughs> and we That's talk a real about, problem. And we talk about random jerseys. Uh, you can't get much more random than my name. That's my favorite pastime. Is just searching for a random jersey of the day. There were some awkward ones in Dallas. Like, there were a lot of Packer fans. Well, really? Smart people, you know. Yeah, you know, root for teams that tie. Uh, <laughs> they root for teams that don't lose. They tie. They get half wins. Listen. Technically, you should have won that game. You should just I, take... You should I get an L for that game. I can rant and all day about that game, and I'll do it later. We are going to talk rant. about how you should have just lost... You should have just took... You should just take the L. Well, if the Vikings kicker just knew how to kick the football, they wouldn't have had If anybody problem. knew how to kick a football in this league. <laughs> right. If if Mason... Well, I'm not going to blame Mason Crosby for missing kicks, because he's been clutched his whole right. life. Mason Crosby misses one kick, you're not going to complain about it. Right, I can't. But they botched the hell out of the end of that game so goddamn bad... I'm going to complain about the refs. I'm going to complain about Mike McCarthy. I promise. Let's go but. over some plugs first. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, for social media. Uh, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, all of their podcast apps, smdblog.com. Uh, make sure you're checking everything out. Um, but right now... It's time for the lead-off. Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. All right, this week's lead-off, uh, since the Cleveland Browns did finally win the against the Jets on Thursday night. It was their first win in over two years. So that got me thinking the whole Bud Light situation with the the locked coolers, which was pretty cool with the Wi-Fi the second the game ended, unlocked all the coolers all around Cleveland and whoever else got them. So I saw the Miz got one as well. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I'm like, and you Wait, see before you move forward, do you think LeBron had one? I don't know, but he did, <laughs> he was celebrating on his Instagram about that game. Not like uh, JR. So I sure wouldn't be JR came out again. Oh yeah, sir. I, I, oh, how thank can God. I forget? No, I, I was wondering whatever <laughs> happened to him. How can I forget about shirtless JR? And he, yeah, Jarvis Landry's mom took a picture with him. That was funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, but watch out. Watch it got out. me got Landry. me thinking. Got me thinking like. I, knocking on the biggest knocking on wood and all other superstitious things like what if one of your teams had a Cleveland Brown-esque losing streak how how would you celebrate them winning for the first time in almost two years it's bad enough not winning a couple games into the current season I can't imagine two years worth of Wow, this is really that bad kind of situation. So how how would you guys handle for your sake, Vin, the Packers? Because every other sport, you're gonna get long losing streaks because they play more games. But this is more of a football related question, right? Because it's, it's more go... it's more realistic, obviously. Right. Uh, I mean... How would you how would you act if the Packers, God forbid, had a two year losing streak? <laughs> and me and Steve, how would you react if the Giants had a two two year losing streak? It's one of those things, especially with the Packers, because like they're I'm out of town, that 
it's I get I think it would be a little easier because I don't have to hear about it every day. Like, you know, we're guys we listen to sports radio a lot. If the Giants didn't win a game for two years and you had to hear about it on sports radio every single day, that would be the most frustrating thing. I could I can imagine I, how I would celebrate. I, probably a bunch of Bud Lights, like they're like just some kind of like running out in the street and screaming like a madman. I I couldn't. I I feel like I would have put a bullet in my mouth like <laughs> a, a long time ago if it was less than two years, man. God bless the fans of Cleveland to be honest. No, yeah, the, the like that was nuts. Like it was like a Super Bowl esque celebration. Yeah, right. There were like fireworks. It was everything. Yeah, that like they literally just won the AFC Championship game. They might as well have. But Steven, what would you do? Um, honestly, I would just be like, "All right, cool. Now we're in next week." <laughs> like, what? It would be super frustrating, but like being a Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much more frustrating things than that. You, you really so can't be that frustrated at losing. I mean, but two years worth like be, is. I feel like, I feel like being a Jet fan would be a lot harder for two years in a row. Like, but they're supposed to be that. Like, as a Giant fan, you you kind of. It's kind of like being a Yankee fan and a Ranger fan. You're not expecting it to happen to you. But that's so, just, like, with you, you go to every game. So it's like, now you're at, like, 10, 15 games in a row that you just don't see them win. They basically have been. They didn't win a home game last year. No, okay. they won two last year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the last the, game of the year. Yeah. The, I feel like I would be so, because obviously just the, the mood of the anger of every week, because... How much we take so seriously each week? It would it would definitely be nuts. Uh, like you said, Ben, I, I'd probably be uh, sent off to a psychiatric ward or divorced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll definitely take the tickets if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but with all all kidding aside, I'd, I'd definitely celebrate like they did for sure. It's just one of those like, oh, thank God, the monkey's off our back kind of thing. Now we could stop talking about this losing streak. Maybe we could build a winning streak next week, like you said, Steve. Like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do because it's so crazy. Two years, like last year's three and thirteen season, felt like it was brutal. Like it was really like a nightmare. And them starting zero and two this year, it's just like ugh, I, I couldn't imagine what they. <laughs> what to do in their situation. At least we got to see them win three times kind of thing. That was, like, the craziest thing. And especially with um, with the way they won, like, a, oh, yeah. a, gl- a glimmer of hope in their franchise quarterback. Like, maybe, some, maybe things are turning around. Yeah, it was just a shift change. It was crazy because Tyrod was having no chance to throw – the Jets' defense looked alive, and then the Baker came in, and the switch changed. It just completely swapped. Yeah, I mean, can we can we give some credit to fucking Hugh Jackson though? Like his, his post game, like, oh, we got to review the tape credit. to see what the best option is for next week. 
Well, no, he had to say that because Tyra was hurt, and you, you know that rule. That unwritten rule of you can't lose your job being hurt sort of thing. Yeah, but let, let's That's face it. It was the same thing. It was the same thing when you like No matter yeah, what we, was going on, once the switch is made, the switch is made. Oh, of course. But yeah. you know, you the know Jets that are not going to go set. back to Josh McCown. Of course, of course. But I'm just saying, it, you got to say it, even though we know all know the answer. Yeah, and and. I like Tyrod too. Like, I, mean, I, he, I think he's at least a serviceable quarterback. I don't know. He just looked terrible. He even looked terrible all season. Completely honest. I mean, no. I, I think it was more the Jets blitzing on every down, and the, yeah. their offense line weren't able to pick up any blitz. To be honest with you. But yeah, I, I would, I would, I would go absolutely crazy if if my team was on a crazy <laughs> losing streak and they won. For the first time in two years. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I just don't know yeah. how I would react. Just I, I can't I, I can't sit I, here and be like, this is how I'm gonna be. I would give up at some point. That's the thing. I'd be like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> oh, I'd definitely be negative. I'm negative right now, but I would probably <laughs> wouldn't give up on it. Like like in June, I I you I stopped watching Met games. They they won five games the whole month. Why would I continue to watch? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were we're at games. We're we're trying to figure out who these guys are. Who was it? We're at the game event, and we're like, "Who the hell is this guy? Where did he come from?" Oh, I don't know. Just a lot of weird things happens when we go to games. Like Carlos Santana hits a leadoff. I don't know. It just we've seen some weird shit this year. I blame Joe Madden. Everybody wants to be Joe Madden. It's it. It's all his, his quirkiness. It's all his goddamn fault. Um, with that being said, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to episode 215 of the S&D Podcast Show. You just listen to submission by Division 101. Division 1.1, excuse me, had to spit that out. Um, we're going to, I mean, it's time to talk about our football teams, unfortunately. Um, nobody, none of the locals and my team had a good week. Uh, no, and the Jets lost twice. By, since well, yeah, since was our last show, the Jets have lost twice. Um, want to start with them first, or you want to go with the Packers? I, I'm, I mean, let me start with the Packers. Yeah, go for it. You guys got screwed. You guys got screwed. We did get screwed. And uh, we've all seen these pass interference. I'm not pass interference. I'm sorry. Roughing the passer passer calls. And it's like ticky-tacky. And this has always been a problem, but it's obviously a bigger problem this year. There's no way in hell that that – call was pass interference I'm sorry I keep saying pass interference rough in the passer for what they called it they called it that he lifted up Kirk Cousins and slammed them down Kirk Cousins was in the air when he hit him so the reason that he you know slammed put him to the ground is because he was in the air yep so and if you see and they actually they actually uh he actually braces him, braces the fall from as well. He does, and it was a textbook tackle. So like, that I, was the. It couldn't part. have been any more perfect. 
But <laughs> again, after that, you still got to make a stop. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. and they. But after those call, those type of penalty calls, nine out of ten times, he, that does those are just drive killers. It really, that's it. Really, it's it, it's a lets the air out of the out of the team. They had an even bigger issue earlier, which was they Kirk Cousins threw an, uh, an interception before on a um, a tip pass that HaHa picked off. Yeah, and returned into Viking territory with I think under I don't know if it was under two minutes, but ju- or just over two minutes left in the game. Yeah, and the Packers just completely botched the clock, like awful. They they threw an incomplete pass, and then they got a delay game, and then they got another incomplete pass, and they ended up using like thirty seconds, and the Vikings kept both their timeouts. And it was like you got to at least. I know they don't have a great running game right now. You got to at least make them use the timeouts. Uh, you want I, I get putting the, the game in the hands of Rodgers. Throw a screen pass to Randall Cobb and, you know, let him try to get four yards. You have to – you can't give them the ball back with a minute and 40 seconds and two timeouts. You just can't do it. Oh, no. It, like, that 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 was the problem in the last couple of years with the Giants, with the with the McAdoo-Packer style uh, of offense, is that, that there was absolutely no running game, and that's the negative downfall on those sorts of – those types of offenses – it's just like you, you guys. You guys got to figure something. Like those teams need to figure out a way to kill the clock. Right. And yeah, can it be a screen? But everybody knows the screen is coming. Can it be a dump off? Yeah, those are basically run plays for those styles of offense. So it, it's just, just one of those things. It's just like, damn, how do you like Kirk Cousins just thread the needle on that I, tying touchdown to Thiel? Oh, as well, that was terrible. That too. was. That was nuts too. The, the, and then the, Granted, the two, I have Thielen in two leagues, so I was right. happy about it. But the, the, was, two, the two point conversion play, I mean, it was a nice play. There's not much you can do. And then in overtime, they couldn't get any offense going. We know the game ends in a tie because the Vikings kicker stinks. And now, I kind of wish you would have made one of those. I would take the loss over now them having Dan Bailey because now they have like the most accurate kicker in the history of the league. Yeah, and I, yeah, I know he was hurt, but I mean. That probably is not going to – anything close to that is probably not going to happen again with, with Dan Bailey. Oh, of course not. So yeah, – They are the Vikings. They are the Vikings. No, that's what I'm saying. Like like, like in our group chat the other day, like, all right, poor poor Dan Bailey. He's going to get Vikings stink all over them. Like like uh, what, what uh, Blair Walsh in that playoff yeah, game against the, uh, against the Seahawks. Yeah, he, he didn't miss he didn't miss a field goal all season long, and then the most unopportune time he misses a game-winning field goal, fifteen yards out. It's like, are you kidding me right now? And that was pre, uh, pre-extra point move. So that was just like, oh come on, kind of thing. Like their history, more than uh, not more than Anderson, right. Gary Anderson, Gary Anderson, uh, uh, NFC Championship game that they lost to the uh, Falcons. And the game's over. Alabama just scored their first touchdown. With Alabama pick on the first play. <laughs> yep, but yep. <laughs> and I'm a minute into this game. <laughs> Yikes. Um. Anyway, of sorry course. about that. But Alabama. but yeah. Uh, it's just one of it's just one of those things. It's just like, can a Viking kicker ever not choke and maybe they could <laughs> win a championship within the next couple of years? That would be nice yeah. to see. 
I have a question. But, uh, Can we just put Bama sure. into the college football playoff? Just like skip their season? Don't forget, Alabama did lose their regular season game last year. So they were the fourth seed last year. People forget that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They're going to be one of the four. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, definitely. Yeah, but now they have uh, Benyag Bayani. I don't know. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm just calling Tua. him Benyag Yeah, Tua. Benyag that's like That's like Giannis, where we just, we just say first names, because I'm not even trying with that last name. Tua. You know, you know, the reason he's here, the reason they have him, and they gave him the starting job is because, Danny, I think it was you that was telling me, his brother plays, like, receiver or something. That, that wasn't me. That was Ryan Half, but I was right next to you when he said that. Right, their brother. Obviously, his, two, two is obviously awesome. So Right, but his brother's a, better and plays, like, receiver, so they want to convince him to come. That's a scary thought. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just love, quickly on Alabama... I watched. I was watching um, they, the halftime, uh, you know, before the half interview with Saban, and they were like, what happened on that one play that they scored a touchdown? And he's like, well, the guy didn't do his job, and then I moved him. And then I still didn't think he did a great job, but we didn't get many more points, so I guess it's okay. And I was like, okay. I mean, I don't know what it might, must be like to play for that guy. Yeah. But anyway... Um, and quickly on the Packers, in the end, I'll take the tie. It's not a loss. It's going to mess things up later on, but we'll worry about that later on. And, That's uh, three ties in two weeks. Is it three ties? Wasn't there another tie? In well, the was, NFL? No, there was only no, two just, so far. Just the Browns and the Steelers. So far, just But two. it's the first time since, like, 1973 that there's yeah, been a tie the first like two that. weeks. Yeah. I feel like there was another tie last week. No. No ties. No ties, just the two of those. Um, you guys want to get into the Giants? Oh, I was going to say the Saints should have tied. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the Browns would have had two ties. I wasn't uh, feeling great that Sunday, so I kind of passed out on the late game. Well, you missed nothing, so. I didn't figure I did. So, yeah. being at the much. game, I actually was, like, watching. It was weird. Wait. Like, I, wasn't watching the game as much as I was watching other little things. One question before you go into the game. How is Jerry World? Too big. Yeah, too, too big, right? Yeah, too I think. freaking big. Yeah, like, we like ended up going in on the wrong side of the stadium, and we had to walk all the way to the top, into the 400s, just to walk around to get to the side we were on. That makes no sense, but... Like, the 300s don't go... The 300s were club seats, so that was understandable. The the two hundreds are like the the luxury suites, so it's kind of like it's kind of like MetLife where you have to go to the third. It's either the it's either the f- first level, no, not the first level, where you can't walk around in the first two levels. Somebody got it. Jack Hammer. Somebody kind of <laughs> trying to start a car. No, Nicole's cooking. Oh, she's cooking. Well, that's good. What I was like, I thought she was trying to put a hole in the ground. I was yeah. like jackhammer. Either somebody's trying to start a car, Patrick has something cornered. Man, you, you guys really pick up everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, literally, it's just, it was so take it away, freaking Steve. big. You're at the game. Um, but one of the things I did notice in the game um, was I kind of kept my eye on Eric Flowers a little bit more. Than I normally would. It got to that point where it's just like our offense isn't going anywhere. 
I'm going to keep my eye on Eric Flowers, and I want to see if I can figure, some, figure out what the hell's going on. So after a lot of the players that came from the right side on Eli, and they got there, or they stopped the run or something, one of the defensive linemen would always get into Flowers' face, and Flowers would just kind of turn away and walk away. And to me, my opinion, it was either... It was either he was just... It's mentally in his head that he knows he's screwing up. Or it's in his head like, oh, they didn't bring anybody in to try and take my job. They they said they're going to move me over to a position I used to play and I'll just have the job. And he just feels like he could just be there and not have any consequences. And it's well, to the seems point to be the case. <laughs> where, where they need to like bring somebody in or have somebody else take those first reps over there and make him realize no this isn't your this isn't your official job anymore like you need to realize your job is on the line right now and there's nothing that nobody's doing from top to bottom to t- basically put it in his head get better or you're done yeah no de- definitely Eric Flowers is definitely the focal point but it's the whole entire offensive line <laughs> it it's from it's from right guard, a right tackle to left tackle. It's just an abomination with everybody. Just that whole entire line just needs to get it together and gel. But you're absolutely right with Eric Flowers. How many times can you guys get beat on the same exact blitz? I don't think the the Cowboys changed up a blitz once the whole entire game. It, the, it felt it, it felt literally the same blitz beat them every single time. One, one of the blitzes and that we, I noticed a lot. Which really bothered me is our weakest side of the line is the right side. Yep. Right? So why is it that every time we're in shotgun, our center is going to help out on the left side and let Demarcus Lawrence not even go after Flowers, come around on a stunt right, and have a wide open lane? From talking yeah. to from talking to my dad yesterday, he was like, "The Cowboys just stunned them to death." And I was oh, like, "Oh no, okay, they, well they, they have a great off a great defensive line." So it, it was work. like, in all fairness, he is right. They do have they the, do have arguably one of the best, oh, if, and, if and not the both, best defensive line. We've in football. been saying yeah. that. We've been saying that their front seven is is nasty. Jalen Smith is now on his feet. Sean Lee's healthy. It's, it's great. And their rookie is not bad, Van de Bosch or whatever. Yeah, his name Taco's is. doing well. We, we, were ta- we were talking. Um, I was talking to a Cowboy fan who says it's crazy watching Jalen Smith, thinking he may not even be like a hundred percent. Like he's oh, only yeah. at like oh. seventy to seventy to eighty-five percent. Oh, that it's this is, looks like the Jalen Smith right. from Notre Dame, with right. obviously not as good because of well, what he was. Right. He, he, but, there's there's a good chance he lost some stuff permanently. But he's yeah. probably just getting back to the like the the highest he's gonna be at this point. Well, they also said <laughs> that um... it it I don't know if if you took this away at at the game, Steve. But just they just did not change the game plan at all, either offensively or defensively. Defensively, they played fine, but it's just that one play really beat us. We held, we took care of Zeke. Zeke only rushing for seventy something yards. Is a victory in my book more times than not. It was just listen, and Dak w- made one throw. Yeah, it's just it's just literally you take if the we one. We can get anything out of our off. It's the frustrating point of it. Um, just, there was also a our- moment later in the game where, after they recovered the onside kick, yeah, they were down ten points, 
and they got within the 30, and they went for a touchdown. And there was like 30 seconds on the clock. Kick the, they, they, kick they, the field goal. They, they didn't rush at all. They, they, it, was, it wasn't any. It was, first not, down. it was so nonchalant. You kicked you kick the field goal on first down, knowing you have another two more downs, three more downs if needed. But you kicked that field goal. 30 seconds, now you're down to maybe 24, 23, and you're doing an onside kick again. Instead of onside kicking with like 11 seconds left or whatever. Right. Yeah, it, it was, they were so nonchalant that whole, those final two drives anyway. It was just one of those like, all right, let's just pad stats. Let's let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, we'll look, make it look like we're, we're trying to come back and win, but we all knew that wasn't the case. And, and that was the, like, just... Show a little bit more pep in your step, and like, just God, just and a hundred percent show emotion, man. Due to this offensive line, okay, and I don't care what anybody says. If they drafted a quarterback, it would have been the same exact thing e- exa- because exactly. of the offensive line. Wait, wait, wait. Now you get no. Not only that, he w- he wouldn't be starting the first couple weeks. He obviously, definitely w- he definitely wouldn't be starting. But right. you drafted a running back who now can't run because the offensive line stinks. Right. And but you know what he showed you you saw on Sunday night why you draft a guy like Shankon Barkley, fourteen I, catches out of the backfield, dude's yeah, a game changer. I, that's what I said. I said what it was Shane Vereen seventy catches two years ago. It's gonna be that all over again. Which is I don't fine. know. That's a I don't know if that's a good thing at this point though. Yeah, but that's I, the league we're in. See, like that's the thing. Like I I hope to God this is the case. But look at the three offensive lines that defensive lines were playing the first. Well, three that's the, the other season. thing. Let's hope to God it's more of them who we're playing and then we can build up to a better, stable offensive line. But that's also the, like, it's just like, God, like, I know you guys are not bad, but can you guys not be this bad? Is it the, is it the people we're playing against? Which could be the case, but... It's possible you face the best two front sevens, maybe Carolina in there too, but two of the top five front sevens in the league. And arguably tomorrow when we play J.J. Watt, who's not right. J.J. Bot, and, and Clowney, who's a little banged up as well. But those another, are just another good line, yeah. Another Clowney, solid line Clowney that easily... Do we know? Oh, say that again? Is Clowney in or is he out? Uh, from what I've read, he's pretty much giving it a go. Who's out for the Giants, Vernon, and who else? Vernon and uh, Eli Apple. I'm sorry, but I'm 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 almost about done with Vernon. If you don't see him, yeah, if you yeah, don't see yeah, him within uh, the next three weeks, I'm done with him because uh, because this is him. this is exactly why Miami let him walk. Well, yeah. Because they were on a bad team, and they saw how lazy he was being on a bad team. We what saw happened? two years ago when we were. He winning, had a high ankle sprain. Uh, those are tough. He was on the field every week when they were winning, with injuries. Yep. With the, with an ankle injury, every week and a hand, yep. And yeah, I, I, and now I'm starting to get tired of the situation as well. But it's a high year. ankle sprain, he got so hurt it's last a couple more. And I understood it. We were a terrible team, so he we instead of bringing him back, we let him get healthy. But you need to show up week one for training camp healthy after being hurt the early part of last season. I don't know this. He game. got no. He got hurt a week before the Panthers game. But this is a. This I mean, the Jaguars game. I'm sorry. Like a bit of a a. Um, what's the word? Uh, locker room issue. I mean, if we're already given, if we're already we're giving up on week two after half the team, you know, 
not half the team, but after after years, the guy. I'm not saying anybody else is. But after last year, you're starting whatever right tackle or guard now didn't show up. Your starting nickel corner is fighting with your star safety. Like it just seems like there's a bit of an issue with these guys. And I don't know well, what's wrong with it, Eli Apple. Listen, they, they Eli Apple a had a groin. From... Eli Apple actually played the best uh, court game and a half that we've ever seen him play, and that was a frustration. So far, and then he got hurt, right? right yeah, right. no, that's what I'm saying. The best yeah, yeah. we've seen him play is the best quarter and a half we've ever seen him play. So that's <laughs> definitely a that's definitely a bummer, bummer especially listen, they... going up against the Texans wide receiver core. They um they cut most of the guys from the old regime for a reason. So why yeah, is exactly. Eric Flowers still here? Why I, are guys, no, guys like Flowers and Apple still on this team? I don't why didn't know they go out and replace those two? That's the biggest question I have. I, you could have drafted an offensive lineman in the fourth round that could have done whatever he's doing right now. 100%. You had the kid. Who's the kid they drafted out of Pittsburgh last year? Oh, uh, we we had Bizanati. We cut him. <laughs> exactly. The guy could have could have done the same exact thing. Go get him. For, for yeah, how, like like how too. bad is how bad is Chad Wheeler that he can't beat that he can't beat uh Flowers at right tackle? I mean, how I don't know who that is, but how bad is every single person? I bet you David Beal yeah. can come out of retirement and play better than Flowers. There, there's somebody you can go get, get bring Marshall Newhouse back. I mean, he'll be just as bad. I mean, equally. It, it's just it's just upgrade. one of those things. Like they just gotta get they just gotta get give Eli. Sometime and then Eli just well, has to move around just a little bit. I know he doesn't he's even not have the time to guy. move around. That's the problem. More times than not, you're right. But other times he's been hit so much <laughs> that he gets happy feet when he thinks. Well, that's the thing. When he when he has time, he's not comfortable. He's not used to it. And then the other thing is, if you watch a lot of the plays, there was a couple of plays where he checks down. Which you know what? It took him how many years is he in the league to finally learn how to check down? <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, he doesn't have to. Right. But he's finally doing it, but it's the only thing he's doing it. That's why Barkley's yeah. getting 14 catches a game. But this is this is all – these are all because of the offensive line. He does, you know, it, when he does have time, he's not going through his progressions or he's got happy feet because he's not used to having time. And then, and or then he's the just checking he's down to, instinctively. Yeah, he's throwing a couple balls to Evan Ingram here and there, but it's always – he's always throwing it up to, to – Beckham, when he's not even looking, because there was a couple of plays where if he notices Shepard, Shepard's running wild. Dallas literally was like, "Here, we're just gonna let this guy run oh, yeah. down the field wide open, down 15, 20 yards. Let him stand there, take a nap, play patty cake with with himself, and just chill and do nothing." And Eli doesn't even look for him because he's like mentally preparing himself to get hit. And if he does that, this offense is going to be different because now you're going to start opening up other people like Beckham because now you're going to have to rely on cover Shepard. But everybody knows Eli's not going to throw it to anybody but Beckham and Ingram. And Saquon. And Saquon. That's it. And it's frustrating because we saw last year what Shepard can do. The Giants have weapons, like in general. Those five, that's, those four guys. If we just get Eli, Eli, just any sort of time, our weapons should take care of the situation, and we should be able to score more than twenty points in a game. I don't care about the over thirty points in a game. Yeah, of course I want them to score thirty points, 
But let's score over 20 points first, and then I'll I'll get excited about scoring over 30 points at some point in this season. But yeah. it, it's just like it's the same demoralizing shit from last year. Yeah, unless you know Beckham takes a eight yard slant for 70 yards, they don't score. Yeah, basically. Uh, or Saquon, whatever. Yeah, let, it's going to be interesting to see tomorrow how they're going to get. They're they're apparently everybody's saying that they're looking to get Odell involved this week, unlike last week. And I'm I'm interested to see how they're gonna be doing that. I I want to see if they take some crazier uh, trick play. Do they have trick plays up their sleeve? And because obviously both teams are zero and two. The Giants and Texans are both zero and two. So they're gonna pretty much leave everything out on the field tomorrow. So it's gonna be interesting on which team converts on those those trick plays and who can stand tall and stop those trick plays because you know it's coming. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't been able to watch a lot of the Giants this year. Well, I haven't missed much. Right. Well, I'm going to try to focus it on, on this week just because I, like, I watch the Red Zone most of the time Oh yeah. on Sundays, but it's kind of, you know, I, I kind of want to see what's going on and what if, it's fix, if, I, if I think it's fixable. It doesn't really matter, but I just, for my own sake... Yeah, it's the offensive line obviously is the most frustrating point. I'm not the biggest Eli fan, but he can't be this bad. No. Listen, I don't care what anybody says about Eli. They made the right choice in Barkley. At the long run. Guess what? Every year there's quarterbacks in the draft. But it doesn't matter who's under yeah. center if there's no fix to the offensive line. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? I, next year, Next year, if they're a top five... And they trade back for an, and they end up with an offensive lineman. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah, well, if we get an offensive line, that would be great too. I would love to take a new right tackle, uh, uh, right anybody from the right side of the line, and not somebody well, who's got, a left tackle who we're going to move to the right side. Well, technically, Flowers was a his best spot was right tackle when we uh, drafted him, and then we moved him to right to left because our offensive line was so shit. I'll, I'll I'll tell you this right now: if they have another top five pick. You're gonna have to drift quarterback because Eli's gonna be dead. Right. Yep. If this continues the way it's going, he will be retired or dead. Yeah, give me the quarterback from West Virginia. I don't somebody. No, he's where? gonna go one. Yeah. That guy's supposed to go one. Two go drift Tua. Well, I guess he can't come out yet. Uh, come one more year for Tua. Say right, Peterson tank, in the third. Thank for Tua. That's it. Thank for Tua next year. Or we could call up the Steelers and see if they want to trade Mason Rudolph. No, because Ben's just about done. That's a disaster. That's a disaster. That's a disaster. <laughs> that's a shit show. I don't care stupid. what anybody says. That is a disaster of the but franchise. I'm going to – I will definitely admit, I'm, again, not the biggest Odell fan. If what, what he did Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. We've been saying that yes. for years, Ben. No, if, the, if that happened this week – you don't like Mike Francesa would have spent an entire show bitching about Odell Beckham. Like it would have been on ESPN and everything. And now they're just like, you know, Antonio Brown doesn't show up one day. And you're like, yeah, it's no problem. And like Mike Tomlin's supposed to be a player's coach. He lost his players. Sorry. And you know, we don't want the guy, Dan, from West Virginia. We want that Oregon kid. I want that Oregon kid. If I'm, oh, okay, yeah. If I'm yeah either, a, either of those guys. I, it's between those two and the kid from Auburn are supposed to be the top three draft, top three quarterbacks next year. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, like, it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm gonna, I'm interested to see how the second corner. I don't, I don't know who's gonna be starting. It's probably gonna be Webb handle Will Fuller running down the field. So that's gonna, that's gonna be fun. Well, we um, learned last week Jenkins shouldn't be on the speed guy, so hopefully he can. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, he got caught napping on that one. I don't. Well, I think he just got. Yeah, I think Dan's right. He just got caught napping. He's faster than. He's just as fast as Tavon. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he really got caught napping as much as he thought he was gonna have help up the, over the top. Yeah, and Ridley probably. wasn't there. Yeah, and and Landon was caught. Uh, got sucked in, and then bam. Well, Landon yeah. did what he was supposed to do on the play while Ridley was supposed to help him up top. Yeah, right. yeah, it was one of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Ridley was the one up top, so. He thought he had, again, it, it's classic, you know, he thought he had help over the top, and he didn't, and yeah. Tavon's one of the best guys in the league. That's it's why he's there. Listen, yeah. and again, I'm 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 saying this on record that I'm not impressed with, the the only thing that impresses me, the only thing I think the Cowboys offense really has is the option. I, well, that's oh, it. That's... That, okay, thank you for bringing that up. That's the other thing that drove me nuts. It's like, if the Giants' defensive line and linebackers just stayed their lanes and read the ball, like you that, get taught again, in high that, school, you're fine. You just stop the option. That's how you stop the option is stay in your lanes. But, that, again, and like, that that's also a thing up. where Vernon would have played a huge factor in. Having that yeah. veteran guy who knows what he's doing and say you have Lorenzo Carter as a rookie. Well. Well, I, let's be fair. It was also uh, Bar- Barwin did it like three or four times on right. the same drive. It's it, it's it's everybody. It, it's it, like but, just like and then one blitz was a one tackle went into the same gap as a linebacker. It's like, what are you guys doing? You know, you guys can't do that. And then that goes runs free for like another ten yards for a first down. It's like, come on, guys. It's basic football one on one, especially on defense. Oh, that's just stay in your line. Though. The Cowboys' offense is is read option and you know play action pass and then and hold on to the ball, and then their defense isn't on the field that much. That that's the way they won thirteen games last two years ago. You know well, that's that's my point. It's just basic football one one on one that you can stop that offense any given night. Well, yeah, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna make athletic moves. You're gonna you're gonna give up a couple of big plays. Obviously, you have to stay very. It's an option. It's an option for a reason, but. You have to stay disciplined. If you're not going to be disciplined on those reads, right. you're going to get killed all night long. Listen, yeah, they have the two perfect fact. guys for it too back there in Dallas. Cause, exactly. Because you know, great. you know, Dak ran that for for as many years as he was at Ole Miss, and you right. know Zeke's like, okay, whatever you tell me. If you give me the ball, I run. If you don't give right. me the ball, I'm not going to. I'll go block. He's just run. He's running like he's running. It doesn't matter to him. Right. It's either he's going to have the ball in his hand or he won't. But he's that talented where you have to follow yeah. him no matter what. All you need um, and. And again, Even, where did they keep going with the with the option play? Every time yeah. it was to that side where Vernon would be standing. Yeah, yeah, and no. it's. Uh, and again, it goes it's not the easiest thing. To, you, to, to, to stopping that offense is not the easiest. Thing. No, but if you're but, staying in your lanes, I will. I'll be okay with you missing assignments. You're just not in your lane. That's that's what I'm upset yeah. about. It's it's basic defense one on one. You've learned like, this at Pop Warner. That's Steve, the Steven easiest loves, thing. Stephen loves to bring up Colin Kaepernick in, in the playoff game against the Packers. Clay was in his lane every time. He just got he just whiffed every. The, or, or he got, Clay, Clay Matthews' hair is still flowing. 
from he got if, beat, and it's and that's what is going to happen with Dak and and Zeke. They're that good, but like you said, they weren't in their lanes, and that's then you're screwed. It's now you're not even close. That that's what drives me nuts. Obviously, they're in the NFL. They're good players, but you you got to show up with the right assignments to do compete in this league. Just you're just not on um, pure talent. More times than not, going to lead you to the play. I know it's tough to, to judge. Sorry, Dan. Well, no, it's okay. Judge. I was done. It's tough to judge so far. It's only been two games and pretty two pretty good uh, teams that could disrupt them. What do we think of Pat Shermer so far? Meh. There, there, was a, there was a – you saw a couple of like – like I noticed a couple of moments where he, <laughs> he was getting angry. Yeah. And we haven't seen we've you know Vin you and I were talking about this with Mickey Calloway, where was that anger from the other night all season? Well, yeah, that was I'm, and Mickey right. and Mickey Mickey went nuts over they they called a a, a bunt a bunt and I, I mean I thought it was a pretty close to being a bunt but maybe he thought he pulled it back and all of a sudden Mickey went nuts yeah um I, oh I missed that good yeah, for him about, about yeah, the the extra, the extra inning game that they won the other night. They were McNeil was trying to bunt somebody over. He pulled it back, and, and Mickey just flipped out. That's how they called it a strike. Like he just went ballistic. Nice, anyway, about time. Um, Pat Shermer's used to having a bad offensive line. The Vikings' offensive line stinks. So I don't. I mean, so he he he's. I I'm not gonna judge him after two games. Because yeah, again, it, at, the the day, at the I'm end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yes, the coaches are the ones calling the plays, but the players have to execute. Yeah, oh, I don't care what anybody so, says to me. I'll... Everybody's backing on Darnold because the, the Jets' offensive coordinator is not letting him throw the ball. Okay, so when he threw the last two passes, he threw in the game on on Thursday. We're yeah, both but picked. that's different. We're both picked, and yeah, it's but a double and triple that's, coverage. You have that's, that's, that's you have to pass mode. Yeah, but you're you're in pass mode, but not into triple and double coverage. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know what's I... so. You Listen, can't, you gotta execute. Also, so it's not. Like, a, I'm not gonna sit here and start blaming coaches again. It comes down to whose fault, really, is it? At the end of the day, yeah. the players have to execute. Correct. So we're, the 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 verdict is still very much out on Pat Shermer. We're not leaning one way or the other at this moment. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's okay. still early, but it's getting early. Uh, it's getting late really quick. Um, but after last year, the very whole, everything is on very a short leash. Division's very wide open. Philly, I mean, Wentz is back, but we don't know what he's going to look like. Dallas is beatable. The Redskins. The Redskins mean, are in the same, same talk as with the Cowboys here. Right. It, it's just one of those things. It's just it's just, you, you, just simple football 101. And our defensive, defense and our offensive line are not doing it right. Now, and that's a huge part of the team, obviously. Um, but let's see what happens tomorrow. Like I mentioned before, the Texans and Giants are both zero and two. Something's got to give. Well, now, watch. Stay I'll tight. tell you this: Giants win tomorrow. I don't see Bill O'Brien coaching Week Four. Well, I, we're going to talk coaches. I, 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 I could, I could, I could see that. We didn't He's even talk about the Jets a, yet. He's definitely on a hot seat. He's Before been on a hot seat for the last couple of years. Before we get to the Jets. Didn't Snacks not play last week too? No, he played. He played and he showed up and he did. did he yeah, play he showed. He, did he, he play does week? He did he play week one? Well, yeah. he's hurt, yeah. isn't he? No, he's fine. No, he's he's oh, fine. I, th- I thought he was hurt in some way. No, okay, he's, never he's mind. 
right, good. Never mind. Yep, stay he's, at work I, then. He's he's <laughs> a guy I trust. You no, know, he's a guy I trust, and it's fine. And whatever. I just didn't. Now, him and Landon. Him and Landon. Yeah, and they do their thing, and that's they're it. they're the only guys. And and Ogletree played all right. Their defense played fine. It's just just fun. stay your just stay your gap, and we would have not had this problem. They were also Today's on the NFL. field for eighty five minutes. Oh, of 60. oh, oh, yeah. Uh, that, oh, of course, of course. <laughs> So for the amount of time they were on the field, and in two games, your defense gives up twenty points a game in the NFL. You should be able to win. Exactly, and and they said the right things after the game. We're supposed to be a shutdown defense. We can't give up more points than our offense scores, obviously. But our offense They're saying the right they, things. Yeah, that's that's my point. They're saying the right thing. Like you guys can't do anything more else after they after that long touchdown. They basically did nothing. So. Good job by the defense. Other than those plays, if you want to say I nitpick, fine. If not, I think it's just basic football one on one. With if they just stayed in their gaps, they would have been they would have had even better stats on Sunday. But the fourteen drive is the one that kills you. That was oh, yeah, quite the, the last touchdown drive. I mean that's yeah, that was murdered. Obviously, yeah, that was. Murdered. All right, quickly on the Jets. Uh, I Tom still Bowles think it, sucks. Yeah. Bowles is. God awful. Um, I Sam Donald. I still think is going to be a good quarterback in this league. It's his third game, and he's just very young. Third game in fourteen days, uh, thirteen days. That, that, too. that a lot of people are saying that's uh, that is a, definitely a big deal. And I, against a, a defense that is very a very good defense, like they stopped Drew Brees, they stopped Brent Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. Like, oh no, that was in Cleveland. Never mind. But they stopped both. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They're they're a good defense. A very solid defense, and and Williams is going to be able to dial up defenses against a rookie quarterback. Right. That, so uh, the Jets, the Jets are going to be what they're going to be. They're going to win six games, and it's you're going to look. The record is going to look very similar to what it did last year, but it's all about the development of Sam Donald. Their offensive line is just as bad as the Giants' offensive. Yeah, line. yeah, they they're have, they're. Their line's just as bad. They have no running back, and I, I like I like Powell, and and um, Cloudy had two touchdowns. It's they just stopped playing the minute minute Baker Mayfield came on the field. It just it was just some big momentum shift. I don't understand why that happened. It should have been the same way that that they were killing Tyrod. That that was just the craziest thing. And then the Dolphin game, and it's just. It was just typical same old Jets with after a great win against the Lions, you lay an egg at home right. against the Dolphins. I, Again, young quarterbacks making mistakes. They were in the red zone twice. He threw one, one, touch, one, one pick was on him, but the right. second the second pick uh, prior just gave up on the ball. And it's just yeah. like, come on, man. Right. At least get a hand on it. Yeah. Um, listen, Donald's got to take his licks. That's what it comes oh, down yeah, to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, it's, and they decided that's the best course of action. That's it. He's going to take his, you know, you guys saw it every I mean, young quarterback season. Oh, yeah. It's a standard young quarterback situation. He, you're going to have those games. He's better than Mitch Trubisky. I can tell you that. Well, that's for uh. damn sure. And, <laughs> and on top of it, he has a, a really good back. It's not like it's some crappy backup who's never been in the league. 
I think them keeping McCown was is going to be huge for him. Yeah, because definitely. McCown's going to be the he, one to keep his head on straight and not put the oh, yeah. in the getting hit, losing games, all that stuff in his head, all the tabloid stuff in his head. Him getting paid ten million dollars this year was hundred percent worth it as right. long as Donald <laughs> lear- is learning each week. Basically, just be a chaperone. Do you, you know you you have, you have two quarterback coaches now? That's basically the, fu- the funniest thing they joked during preseason, which is hundred percent true. Is McCown's daughter is six months younger than uh, than Sam Donald? Oh God! So it's the John Tavares. Was it John Tavares with uh, Doug Waite? Uh, yeah, who, living in his basement. Food? It's yeah. basically the same situation. Yeah, now it's uh, uh, bars that lives in Dennis Siders, Dennis Seidenberg's basement. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, they they got that nice connection going. I thought Donald played fine, other than the the final couple of drives that one throw that curse made that ridiculous catch on fourth down you could have argued on the situation of when to take care of the uh feel that situation of points as well i'm always and going for it keep going yeah I, I'm, I'm with you on that too but that, that i did hear enough phone calls and people talking about it on radio yesterday that i would have brought it up uh, yeah, but um, I I agree with you. You you well, had to score points either way. So well, the biggest you, thing people kept saying was they would have had better field position if they would have punted. I'm not so sure. They punt the the Browns go three and out and punt back. They're gonna end up at the thirty yard line again anyway. It's just the same, pretty much the same difference. Yeah, it just was unfortunate <laughs> that Donald threw a pick the next throw. Right. Listen, they're, they're, it's it's a young team. Um, and then next week they play the Jags in Jacksonville. So that's going to be tough. Another tough oh, week for Darnold to... He's uh, going to get... No offense, but he will. Um, the, Is that targeting? The other... Um, Looks like it. Yeah, I think it's targeting. The, uh, the Browns, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now. One of the biggest pickups was Carlos Hyde. Oh, definitely. That was uh, they, a crazy day for him. They're running birthday yeah, with the, his yeah. uh, baby born, and then they win the first time ever in two years. That was a crazy day. They're running back three-headed monsters. Very talented. Uh, Hyde, Duke Johnson, and, and the rookie Chubb. It's a very good um, backfield. Yeah. They have talent. Like, they, they're – that's like – Yeah, they're, like they're – said. They're a six to seven win team at this point. If they just, yeah. like, I think now that they got over the hump, which they pretty much should have won the first two games, you know, at least tied against the first two games, they are over the hump of winning a game now. They'll, they'll you know, win a couple. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and the Jets off this Sunday, back next week, you said at the Jags? No. Yeah, they're at the Jags because we're we're home. Right. That's right. Um, that stinks. That sucks. That's gonna. Be <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> Not exactly a place you want to go. No, it's unfortunate for them, but you know, that's the way life goes. Like, like five years ago, yeah, let's go to Jacksonville, but yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. In all fairness, they they got they can stop the offense. Yeah. You okay. watched the, the Jets win that game. That that'll be the game that Jessica. Right. <laughs> he throws three touchdowns against the best defense in the league. 
Yep. And we could just crown him again as the king of football again. Oh, yeah, then we just, we'll just do this dance for... <laughs> every oh, every three God. weeks, we're yeah. just putting the crown on the head. Pretty yeah. much. Yep. Alrighty, with that being said, let's go some more submission, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to S&D Podcast. You just listened to a submission by Division 1.1. Since Ben is not going to be able to really do the show on Wednesday other than the picks, uh, I'm going behind the scenes on this one because the next topic is very close and dear to all our hearts. Um, David Wright's retiring at the end of next week, and this is the last time we all three get to talk about the Mets and David Wright together on the podcast so figured we'd talk about David Wright and thank you for everything he's done for us the last 15 years so um, yeah it's just sad but it had to come to an end with David Wright um, unfortunately just what he was going through for the last couple years with spinal stenosis his his back, his neck, his shoulder, everything. It was just took a toll on him, and it was, it was time for him to step away. So it's going to be a really awesome, sad night on the 29th. All three of us are going to the game, so that should be a bittersweet game to go to, for sure. So either you guys want to take away? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... Uh, but yeah, bittersweet's the, the, the best, probably the best word to use. Like you said, um, we're all going to be there, so that will be great. Um, the press conference was emotional. Yeah, it sure. made me cry at work. Damn it, David! I was like, damn it, don't yeah, cry. I, was I was literally I I was driving and I I was kind of watching it as I was driving and I was like, this is not safe. I'm definitely going to start crying and crash while I'm driving. But um. He's, you know, probably the best position player the franchise has ever drafted, maybe ever. Period. I, I think I think we we have had this talk before, and, and we Steve have. And posed, Steve have posed the idea. I think regardless, I think he, he's one or I, two. I think I think he's the exception to the Hall of Fame retired number rule. Oh, I definitely he. I I, 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 I know me and Steve have had this talk, but. I, I think he's the exception to the rule. Uh, he, he he would have like he's the only Met other than Ed Cranepool that played for the Mets since day one to his final day. Like obviously you can say all the other guys, but they weren't full fledged Mets. With the injury situation, well, God knows what more stat lines he would have put up, and he would easily been off. Definitely would have had his number retired with the Mets. So I think. I- I think with that being said, I think we should have we should have that consideration. He would have been in Hall of Fame contention if he would have yes. stayed healthy. I, I like I like to I, I like to think of David Wright as our version of Don. And he it's, was yeah. He he was our guy through thick and thin and was he a Hall of Famer? Not no, he was very borderline more times than not, but he was our guy through thick and thin and it was unfortunate Injuries took a toll to him, and we didn't get to see his full potential the last couple of years. And it's sad. 
But we're always going to have Dave Wright moments of all the times he's came through for us. Um, those home runs, the first home run in City Field, the home run in Game 3 of the World Series, and so on and so forth. It, he was he was our face of the franchise, that, that guy that didn't matter if it was good or bad. He was going to stand in front of the media and take leadership yep. on that role. And, and it's going to be sad. It's a sad day. It's like it's between him, Eli Manning, and, and whoever but, else in that scenario. Of, but you know what? We'd rather it happen this way instead of having him for the next four years trying to come back. Well, I'm 100%. I'm definitely glad that it's ending. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. It's just bitter. It's, it's, it is bittersweet. We knew it was time, and it just uh, he like, like we said he gets to play, get one more game out, which is great. Um, well, they said he's active for the whole si- the whole week, and so he might he's going to find spots times. to pitch hit him in. But so there the, in the press conference, I hope they don't pinch hit him, and uh, it's not going to obviously do anything for his playing career because his playing career is ending. But like they were talking in the press conferences that like. Would you have done anything different? And he was like, "Well, yeah. The, the first time he got hurt, 2011, he made a diving play to try to take Carlos Lee, and he hit Carlos Lee in the ground, and it messed up his back, whatever. And then there was like a game last year, not last year, the last time he played in 2016, where he like pinch hit cold off the bench without doing any, any of his, you know, his normal stuff. And it's like if he, out, he can't pinch hit. That's the whole problem with this whole process. He has to, you know." Spend yeah. three hours getting ready before he can pinch hit. Yeah. So I I don't think uh, maybe one at bat. Sure. I mean, have a good time. He made the joke that said, "And either of those teams have any soft tossing lefties?" Okay. You know, if that's the matchup he's gonna get, but I don't want to see him facing like, you know, any of the Braves back of their bullpen or well, they're playing the Marlins and he wants to face somebody in the Marlins and whatever. I. I just hope they don't pinch hit him and they could just leave it as the 29th. Hopefully he can play the whole game. They weren't sure about that. Hopefully he can finish the game. And and you can't have him finish the game. Well, it's got to be it's got to be like pulling Rivera. Yeah. You know, the yeah, only the I only person that you, the only person you're going to let play the whole game was going to be Jeter. The the ideal scenario is uh, the walk-off hit. Right, that would be nice. The, but Jeter, like, the Jeter moment. If he's not going to play the whole game, you know, so he plays seven innings, you come out for the top of the eighth, and you basically pass the torch to Rosario. Is the pl- I is I, I would is what I would do. Like you, we would assume, obviously, David's playing. Just swap them out, swap David and Rosario for each other, and then switch them on the field, and that's and, and that's you know, and then flip Reyes and Rosario position right wise. exactly. They, they, he gets their moment, and it's kind of like this is your team, kind of thing. Because we know Jose's staying for the next twenty years, anyways. So. Well, never, <laughs> never. I I would honestly like them to both walk away. That. They're both coming off the field. Well, Fra- Frazier, we'll bring, put in Frazier, whatever. Put anybody. I don't care. You put in whatever. But like the two of them come off together. Do you know? A Mariano Rivera like goodbye that's going to last fifteen minutes, but it's what he deserves. It's the way it should go. It's the way it should be. 
he if this if there was an opportunity of him hitting in the ninth and they're like tied or losing, then you gotta let him hit. You gotta you gotta leave it in. You go if it, if it if it if you see it where it's an opportunity where he's gonna get one more at bat, then you leave him in. Then you're le- in the eighth or ninth. You're leaving him in. Right. If it's a scenario where you're winning, you're pulling him because you don't want to make that final out and then that be his last moment. Even do it with even if it's you're up six runs and it's two outs in the ninth and you decide to make that move. Right. You know, even right. you could do it that way. He has to get hit too, like that. Has to factor into it. If he doesn't have any hits, he's hitting eleven home a, runs in the game. Then he's got to hit eleven home runs in one game. <laughs> breaking, um, the, breaking the record. Met yeah, record. he's he's ten behind Strawberry for the Met record. It, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's not much else to to say about that. I, I wrote an article about it. Anybody want to read it? Take a read. There's a lot of you know. Pretty much the same stuff I just said. Um, the team itself has played well in the second half. Yeah. We mentioned they, they it earlier. They have. It's, it's nice to see. Yeah. And, uh, Dan and, and I hopefully, hopefully DeGrom wins the sign I, I think he will. Um, a lot of good things out of Jeff McNeil and Ahmed Rosario. Oh, another thing that won't happen is him winning the Young because Francesca keeps saying the Mets can have the best rotation in baseball next year. With the Cy Young Award winner in Degrom, twelve and three in the guard, and uh, and the way Zach Wheeler pitched this season, and the comeback player of the year, I would say Zach Wheeler is the comeback player of the year if they still give that award out. Well, he he, he came back last year, so no, I guess, but he didn't like, really he was, come back last year though. He, he threw like eighty innings. I was surprised it was that much, to be honest. He threw eighty innings last year. Yeah. I was surprised it was that much too. He, they said he's his innings jump is like a hundred, and he's at like one hundred seventy five innings. He threw like seventy five, eighty innings last year. He pitched from like April to June, I think, or July. That's crazy. Yeah, it didn't seem like a lot, but <laughs> I think it was right. But whatever. What? Anyway, um, so yeah, so he won't win it because Francesca said he's. I mean, Francesca's a bit of a mush, but... But we all know I, how Francesca is. They could have a very good rotation next year. It seems like everybody's figured it out. We just need... Well, they need one bat. I don't know who that bat is, but... It could be Cespedes. I, I don't think it's going to be Cespedes. My plan for the offseason... We'll see what you guys think. Because they're winning games, so we're not changing anything. Right, we're not Kevin, changing anything. Kevin Puecki is the starting catcher next year. Ne- next year... Peter Alonso is the first baseman. Not going to happen. McNeil, Ahmed, Frazier's playing third still. He's there. It's not whatever. Bruce and and Conforto and Nimmo are the outfielders. And they have to trade for JT Riamundo. To me, that's the big acquisition to make. And then once Cespedes comes back, it might never happen. They said it was at least eight to ten months from... The second surgery, which was like, I think last month. And the, and you're about to be done done with Vernon in the next couple of weeks. He Cespedes is the poster boy of that. Right. The, <laughs> this is this could be a full year thing that he's not gonna. I, I'm expecting and, nothing I, out of I, him I until think, August. I, I think with Cespedes, it all depends on how the Mets are doing when he's supposed to come right back. 
Right. And and we'll figure you figure it out then. If you know if Peter Alonso and Jay Bruce are tearing a cover off the ball, it's a good problem to have. We'll figure it out. Right. I'd rather have a pro I'd rather have those problems. Right, exactly. So to me, that's the plan. It's putting a lot of faith in Peter Alonso and I like I said, trading for JT Riamundo is the big move I would make. Because they're not signing Machado or Harper or I think actually going to sign all of them? I would say sign A.J. Pollock. I think he's a free agent. I would sign him and just forget. I mean, it means getting rid of Jay Bruce, get rid of Jay Bruce, fine. I would go get A.J. Pollock. But again, I don't have any confidence it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen with them. And it doesn't matter. The Yankees are signing them all anyway, so it's okay. Come on, Ben. You know this stuff. The Yankees get whoever they want, and nobody else gets the bid. Yankees will be signing every single free agent. Uh, you know what? And it happens like 80% of the time, unfortunately. <laughs> Stupid Yankees. Somehow they fit them all in the lineup. I'm going to get myself a Matt Chapman jersey for the wild card game. Aren't you, though? No, you want to get uh, Chris Davis. Chris Davis, yeah, Chris Davis. The light green one, though. It's got to be the light I'll just, green. No, I'll just get myself a Familia A's jersey. It's fine. It's got to be the light green one, though. The one they wore the other night, yeah. Those, those, those throwbacks. Oh, so. no, like the, the throwback, yeah, like the Reggie Jackson era ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are nice. Um, it's very late in the show, but we didn't do the picks. So we're going to yeah. do them. We're going to basically just go through them quick. We all picked since it's Saturday when we're recording, and most people are going to probably listen to this before football if they do listen. Um, they've, so they've been, yeah, they've been posted on Instagram already. Right, they're already posted. Um, and we all put the Jets. Not shockingly. So we all lost game one. Yep. Um, Vin, so what I'll do now is I'm going to go through it, and if we have someone different, like if one of us has someone different, we'll find out why. That's what we'll do. Okay, so, I like so, it. That, that works. So Saints, Falcons, Vin, you, you're the only one who took the Saints, plus three. On the road. Yeah. I... I, they got to put it together. Due, they're due to win. Yeah, they got to put it together eventually. And they they look like crap week one. Well, they didn't look like crap, but they lost week one. They look like crap week two and still pulled it out. Don't worry, they play the Giants next week, so they and could wake up against them. I don't. I I still. I'm so, like, blat on the on the Falcons. It's like I have. I don't know what the hell they are. So I just said, give me the Saints. Okay. Uh, Danny took the Niners at the Chiefs. I I think the spread... What was the spread on that? Six and a half. I thought that was just going to be a little too much. I think... I was just trying to be different on that. And I think I think the Niners can find a way to cover. Obviously, okay. with Mahomes being on fire, that doesn't look pretty right now. But I think they could definitely find a way to cover. You got to figure... Four of those points is Mahomes and the other... Two and a half is being in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, Ving, you took the Dolphins minus three hosting the Raiders. I did because I think John Gruden stinks. Did you hear him say that it's very hard to find a good pass rusher in this league? I've I've come to the conclusion. Yes. I. You know what? It's so hard to find a good pass rusher. Maybe you shouldn't have tried to pay yours thirty-five million. And just fucking pay somebody for once. I, 
I love John Gruden, the announcer. John Gruden, the coach in 2018, is not a good coach. Derek Carr basically has to carry an entire franchise on his back right now. So, you know why he's the head coach of that team? I'm going to tell you exactly why he's the head coach of that team. Because moving to Las Vegas in two years and they want a head coach with a name on it. Sure. If they should want a team with players on it. Right. Which they don't. They have a receiver who can't catch the ball and a quarterback who's, you know, decent. I think he's good. He's a probably a top 15 quarterback, but that's it. That's all they have. Um, we all took the 16 and a half because the Bills are terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see on how Wentz is going to do. Seven points against the Colts should be enough. But it's going to be interesting to see how Wentz does in that game. We could all be wrong in that game. I think spread-wise, spread-wise. Spread we could be all wrong spread-wise. And also, Luck has actually looked good, like moving around. and uh, They're having a lot – they're throwing a lot of short passes. But, yeah, he looked fine. He looked, you know – he's just not taking the shots yet. He didn't look comfortable, but he looked healthy. He's taken a couple of shots, though, and gotten up. That's what's most important. Yep. Right, I mean, like, down the field shots. They haven't, you know, thrown yeah, 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 yeah. Their offensive line stinks. Uh, Danny has Titans plus six and a half. I think, I think with them, like like I said before, I took the, the spread. I think they could find a way to cover the spread. And uh, maybe, just maybe, it's notorious. After a team beats the Patriots, they have the huge letdown game the next week. So I'm taking yeah. my chances on that as well. Not a trap game, but a letdown game. Yes. It notoriously happens. Granted, it's for the division, so they shouldn't, but you know how those things go. Still no Mariota decision. Yes. Uh, hopefully he plays. But they did win last week. They they burnt all of us last week. So Lane Gabbert. You know what's and interesting? They made a nice trick move with the fake punt for a touchdown, which was huge as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that too. You know what's interesting is that Denard Robinson had a, a elbow injury, and they're comparing his to him. And that's why yeah, Denard Robinson retired. Scary. Yeah, he apparently can't feel his hand. It's all tingly. That's crazy. That's oh, not ever right. a good sign, obviously. So, yeah. uh, Vin right, picked we... the Giants. I think that that's just a different – oh, Vin, Vin went different on us on a lot. He also you, picked you the Ravens. Danny, you had the Broncos plus five and a half in Baltimore. Oh, so did you. So did, so did you. Oh, I did. You had the Ravens. My bad, Ben. Yeah, you had the Titans, Danny. Oh, we, we did that. I'm sorry. I got, I got, I'm looking back. You did it already. I had the Ravens. I actually like the Ravens. Solid. The one, you know, they look good week one. They, they lost a tough game week two to a division rival. They're having a, a long week here. Um, at home, I think they can cover that spread. I didn't like what I saw from the Broncos so far. I think Case Keenum is not very good. I just think their defense is back. Their defense Possible. is back, and Case Keenum has, hasn't has started the game great, but both second halves in those back-to-back games, he's found a way to pull back the wins and make it close and obviously pulling out both wins. Um, Vin took the Giants plus six. I did. Yeah, that, they yeah, have to win at some point. 
Yeah. Also, they've lost both their games by less, you know, by what? Seven and six. They lost by seven and five. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, yeah. so they've they've kept both games close. And uh, yeah. Uh, Char- Chargers. Chargers, huh? I think they will be able to stay with the Rams. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think that's a four-point game. Although I'm very, I'm I'm worried about that one. With Bo- with with Bosa being hurt, I, I it's gonna be a tough task. It is. And this could be the classic uh, Philip Rivers throws five picks in a game. I, with that it, defense, I maybe I'm just putting a lot of faith in my fantasy team because I have Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen, but I'm just I'm trying to convince myself that it's gonna work. Did you guys see uh, Pat McAfee talking about um, how the Rams wanted Cleo Mack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine they if, they, if they had Cleo Mack and signed him long term? Well, they were one of the teams when they threw out the rumors that the Giants were trying to trade Beckham as well. All right. Can you imagine though? Do they separate? Do they? Is there a Dick's different like currency in LA? Do they? Are they separate, yeah. on a separate thing? Apparently, are they playing paying people with Scientology money or something? Like, do they the, get extra the, cap? I don't. What's going on? The beauty of a young rookie cor- uh, contract. All uh, right, like a quarterback. Well, he's still a first overall pick, though. Yeah, it's still a lot of money, but it's still a rookie contract. He's but still, it's not. It's he, not a twenty-five million. Not how it used to be with Sam Bradford. Right. 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 Um, we all picked. Uh, we both all picked the Cowboys. We all picked the we Bears. We all picked too. the Bears. We all picked uh, the Pats. Steve's Steven, the only one that picked the Bucks. The What's the, the, the Pittsburgh situation is just a disaster. The Fitzmagic cannot last. Ed, we know. Yeah, Ed, I, I, and yeah, I and Ryan McGregor Fitzpatrick is just. <laughs> he's he's due for a stinker. When he is so due for it, but that that Steeler scenario is so bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I just it's, it's not good. I just and I also just felt like this was I needed a game to. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh I, no, I, yeah. We all had those and our locks of the week. Um, I have the Texans because I'm so upset with the Giants. <laughs> trying to get any sort of mojo going for the Giants. I have the Bears. Uh, Basically, you had the Bears. I had the Bears because, because the, the Bears defense is so sick. <laughs> that, that's, Sam, it's back Sam. to it's Bears defense again. Right, and Sam just, is terrible. Mitch Tabisky is just god awful. He's not good, but he as long as he just has to do something. I took the Cowboys because my, that was I was gonna do that originally. My well. hot, not hot take. I, I have had this opinion for the whole season. The Seahawks are done. They stink. <laughs> it's over. Their offense line might actually be. Yeah, he literally they just Francesca the Seahawks. I, They're done. <laughs> they stink. Well, well congratulations. Uh, congrats to the Seahawks for finding yeah. a way to pull it out. The Seahawks just won the Super Bowl this year. Good job, Ben. <laughs> I don't know. If Doug, I don't think Doug Baldwin is is still hurt. He's probably playing in this game. No, he's out. I have him on my fence. Okay, so he's out again. There's no receivers. There's no they, way that Carroll's getting fired at the end of the season. And there's also no gobble. way that Earl Thomas doesn't figure out a way onto the Cowboy plane. Or the Packers. <laughs> we have two first round picks next year. I will trade one of them for Earl Thomas. 
No, he's going. Uh, he's going to end up in Dallas. He's a free agent, isn't he? A free yeah, agent? Been, yeah, he's going to Dallas. Well, after, talking about after, Dallas after, after last year's Cowboys game, please get me out of there in right. front of please all the bring cameras me to and Dallas, everything. You know, but the problem is, I think he's a free agent at the end of this year. He'll be thirty. He's not going to. I mean, what's he got? One more year after that, probably of being. I mean, he'll be good. He won't be himself. He'll be worth. He'll be worth. The overpaying the Cowboys give him for the first year. Probably. Because you know they're going to overpay him. Uh, yeah, for what for what he's going to give them, they'll overpay him, yeah. You know what was interesting? They'll, they'll One pay of the him like... better cornerbacks that <clears throat> Dallas has is Jordan Lewis from Michigan. He was really good in college. And would have been a first-round pick if it wasn't for domestic violence acquisition. He doesn't play. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I couldn't name any one of their cornerbacks. No, their one quarterback from UConn, the the young guy. He's the guy with good. the weird name. He's good. Okay. I don't know. He's the guy. The guy with a with a name that's like, I don't know. But still, why is a guy who's a first, supposed to be a first overall <laughs> pick, first round pick, who you get in the third round, not starting in your secondary in your terrible secondary? I mean, they're, cause they're well, the Cowboys' the secondary is not as bad as people think, though. They also don't need a secondary. That's why they have. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this. Ch- Chidobi, Azub- Azumwe, something like that. Yeah, uh, but who's the guy from UConn? The other guy. Byron, was, jo- Byron, Byron Jones. Jones. Yeah, he's yeah. been doing really well as well. Right, and this is the guy I can't pronounce is good. I know that. And they have. I like Jeff Heath. Their, their safety. The strong safety, another white guy. This, yeah, this guy, this guy hit a fifty-three yarder. For who? For A and M. Yeah, and A and M's quarterback. Well, this this quarterback is going nuts. Okay, Dak part two. I mean, not Dak. Johnny Manziel part two. No, yeah. Dak went to Ole Miss. To he did. Mississippi I know. State. I, I, yeah, I oh, saw no, the Mississippi helmet. State. Yeah, Dak. Went yeah, I saw State. the helmet, and it's a similar helmet. Oh, but, he yeah. can go nuts all he wants. They're still up. Twenty-one ten. Right. Um, with that being said, that's our show. Enjoy your football Sunday. Hopefully, that's the Giants little, wake up. Hopefully, that's one the, one of the longer shows. Up. Yeah, one of the longer shows we've had in a while. We had a lot to get to. Yeah, we were catching up on a lot of things, a lot of news. You know, we don't usually do midweek, end of the week shows anymore. Um, but with that being said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, all the podcast apps, snblog.com. Check us out on everything. We'll talk to you guys next week. Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today.